All right, we made it, guys. Episode 35 of the Homestead Shop Talk podcast with Ben Holler from Holler Homestead, Al from Lumina Acres, and myself, Jason, from Sow the Land. And today is going to be one of those days. We're just going to see where it goes. And uh, how how has your guys' week been? Crazy busy. Same here. I think I got sunburnt, sunburnt the last couple of days. It's been, it's been nice February. and sunny. Huh. I yeah. don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's been nice and sunny here. I mean, perfect weather. Have you gotten any sun, Al? We've gotten sun, but it's cold right now. I think this morning okay. it was 15. And then tomorrow morning, I think it's supposed to be like 2. 2? So, oh. Yeah. It'll be chilly. Yeah. But it's supposed to be like 29 for a high. I think yeah. it's supposed to be 29 for our low tonight. Your low tonight, yep. I, my phone said 70 degrees next week. That'll be nice. I don't know. It, it feels like the winter's done. <laughs> we're, it yep. feels like we're done. We're supposed to be 40s, I think, in a few days. I'm waiting for that polar vortex. <laughs> now, I know what I've noticed, especially with our cow, she did not get a very thick coat, like a very thick winter coat this year. And we've had a very mild winter. That's interesting that you that you you notice those kind of things. The more you do this, you know, the more you have animals and stuff. Like back back in the olden days, you know, you see a furry caterpillar, <laughs> you're like, uh oh, these woolly caterpillars are extra woolly. <laughs> right. It's gonna be cold. Gonna be a cold one this year. <laughs> you know, like I had a hard time looking up because everybody's like, oh, you got to read the woolly worms. I actually yeah. found a chart, and it like tells you. I think I got a screenshot on my phone somewhere. Uh, if they're all black, bad winter. If they're all red, no winter. This past fall, I saw a lot of all red woolly worms. So I don't know. It hasn't been a very hard winter. So I don't know. No, it hasn't. I feel like we only had like two weeks of winter or something. And then it's been kind of like springish. We had a lot of mud season at the <laughs> beginning. And I think I've only had to plow maybe three times. We've, you know, we've had a couple of like tiny one inch or two inch storms and it's like, I ain't bother putting my plow in flat. I'm just going to pack it down. All right. So we've been working on foundation for our, uh, addition. Uh, I kind of wish we had bothered to like either borrow a backhoe or rent a backhoe or something like that to get those stumps out. But at the end of the day, it wouldn't have mattered. It is like an absolute mess of roots where these trees were right next to our house where we're trying to put in our uh, our footers. Uh, <clears throat> basically, we just like got the measuring tape, got our string set up, figured out where every single one of these uh, piers was going, marked it with spray paint, and then just took an axe, a pickaxe, and a shovel and just carved a square hole down to the depth we needed uh, it was it was it was murder. Like it was absolutely horrible digging through. I mean, there was roots as big around as my waist. That the deeper you go, the bigger they get. And it was just like, okay, we'll hack out this root, and you get through that root, and there's five more underneath. And so, yeah, it took us took us quite a few days to dig some of those holes. Uh, but we got that all done. Got all of my forms in. We poured concrete. We ended up using about 4,000 pounds of concrete for all of our footers and uh, got that in, went and picked up all the block, got all the blocks set up. And uh, because I don't have a long enough trailer, I have to order the material and have it delivered. That's not supposed to get here till Wednesday, I think. So I'm kind of at a standstill as of, you know, 
recording this, uh, which is kind of a bummer because I, I can already feel my enthusiasm waning. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I was so gung ho the past two weeks. It's just like, yeah, let's get out there first thing. Let's get started. And yeah. like yesterday, we try to always take Sundays and just have truly downtime. And so I sat around all day yesterday and we just relaxed and I got up this morning, like I had this weird anxiety, like, like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything. I didn't do anything all day yesterday. I'm I'm going to get behind on our schedule. <clears throat> and then yes. we ended up having a whole bunch of stuff go on today. We had, well, I don't know if I can talk about who we did an interview with, but we did an interview with a, 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 a news agency. I'll tell you guys off off the recording mm. but you know that ate up most of the morning and then just just stuff like that and we ended up not doing anything today either because uh by the time i finally got to lose and got the rest of the block we needed and all of that stuff it's it's already time to start getting ready for dinner so yeah that was pretty much my my week in a nutshell foundations are laid i do actually have one peer that i must have missed uh and once we set all the blocks, you can see, you know, every single one of them nice and straight, except for one. And it's like sitting two inches taller than the rest. I don't know how I missed it. So I'm going to have to dig that up, pull the concrete out of the hole, and I have to reset the forms <laughs> and do it over, Man. which is kind of a bummer. But pretty good, all things considering. Only one has to be redone. So what did you order for stuff from the Lowe's or Home Depot? Is that like your decking material? So we, uh, we're getting ready to build the floor. Um, so that's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of lumber, whole bunch of 16 yep. foot lumber. Um, the floor, oh, well, let's see the beams underneath. We're making our own beams and it's just going to be two by eights. Uh, and then the floor, because of the, the amount of piers we put in, we're doing two by sixes, which, I mean, that's what I'm currently sitting on is a two by six floor, um, Ours will just be considerably stronger because of the amount of piers we put in. Um, and then that'll be covered. The deck portion will have deck boards on it. And then the uh, the house portion, that'll have, uh, we're going to deck that in Advantech. I don't know if anybody's ever worked with Advantech, but that is the best material I have ever worked with. It's It looks like particle board, but it is completely waterproof. It, you can leave it out in the rain. It won't swell up. There is a off cut from when I was building this, just like a little strip that laid out here in the flower bed for the past, it's been out there for almost four years. And it still says Advantech on it. It's still the same size. Like, I don't know what this stuff is, but it is some good stuff. It's not, mold? You, no, they don't really mold. They, they just, mm. they get wet. You just wipe the water off and you're good to go. I love that stuff. Yep. Best, best, sheet good like i like that stuff so much i think of other places i could use it that aren't you know necessarily flooring because it's so stiff it's so sturdy and it's almost impervious to water but did you yeah. already buy it yeah we ordered it today because i say home depot has another brand called georgia pacific and it's usually it's the same exact stuff but it's usually a lot cheaper i don't mm. i've been trying to scratch my head and figure it out because we've used advantech before and then when we were building our house, I was searching around because it was super expensive during COVID. And it was like 20 or 30 bucks a sheet cheaper for Georgia Pacific brand. And it's still been that way. I don't know why. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Um, 
It's I only mean, home. Only it's only our Home Depot. Lowe's doesn't stock it, but Lowe's Home Depot has Advantech and Georgia Pacific, and it's like 20, 30 bucks a sheet cheaper. I'm like, hmm. that makes no sense. Uh, I want to. I'll have to look into it. I know the warranty with Advantech is really good. Um, yep. But <laughs> when I uh, when I saw the price, like we bought everything when we were redoing this this mobile home, and we paid about forty bucks a sheet for that stuff, and. Yep. There is a spot in our shed out here that I wanted to put some Advantech because the floor was uh, didn't have any holes, but it was getting there. Um, and so I went to go buy Advantech, and it was eighty dollars a sheet. I, I about fell over when I saw that. It was like, are you kidding me? It was like eighty eight bucks at the highest I ever saw. Yeah, uh, wow. When we when we did the barn, we did the barn floor in Advantech, and uh, I paid about eighty bucks a sheet for it. That was painful. <laughs> Uh, but now it's back down to around 40 bucks. So I'm not, I'm not crying about it. So the Georgia Pacific is 30. That's oh, pretty sure. good. Wow. I have to look into it's it. Got, Do they have this, the same warranty it's stuff? Got the that same warranty. It's got the same warranty and everything. So we used it in the harvest house for the second floor and it got rained on. We haven't had an issue. I left, like you said, I left a bunch of it outside to see and never had an issue. And then I used it again. We were doing the little roof area that we have like the powerhouse and stuff in, in the workshop, but I don't know why it's just our home Depot that has it. Lowe's doesn't stock it, man. If we had a home Depot a little bit closer, I miss home Depot. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, uh, it's one of those things, you know, driving an hour versus, you know, Lowe's yeah. is right here. makes a big difference. Yep. It's that convenience thing. You get used to oh, your yeah. convenience and they could jack the prices on you and you wouldn't know because that's the only place you shop. Yeah, we're spoiled. We have ours like 500 feet, maybe a half mile from each other. <laughs> That's how it was. That's how it was back in California. They were across the street from each other. It's like, yeah. oh, Lowe's doesn't have it. I'll just walk across the parking lot. And <laughs> yep. yep. That's how ours is. You got to take a left out of Home Depot and you go about a half mile and there's Lowe's. <laughs> it's like perfect. I, I tell you what I wish we had was a Menards. I, I would give Menards my money. I love Menards. I've never been to one. Did they have them in California? No. No, yeah. the only place we found them was, you know, kind of out here. I think the the nearest one is like in Virginia or something like that. It's okay. like six hours away from here. But yeah, they uh, it's like the store that Lowe's and Home Depot both wish they could be. <laughs> don't they be? <laughs> and they're kind. They have a lot of animal stuff too, don't they? I feel like for some reason, is there like a little bit of tractor supply mixed in with them or no? That I'm not sure on. Uh, all I ever saw was all of their uh the you know the home stuff you know when yep. we were traveling the country we didn't really need a whole bunch of lumber or anything like that but i remember walking around the store just exploring it and it's it's just like lowe's or home depot but set up uh, smarter i guess uh, it made more sense but yeah that's 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 pretty much my week in a nutshell so how about you al what'd you do so we had some warmer weather over the weekend it was like 50. That felt nice for us on Saturday. So my wood boiler will stay going. So if it gets really hot like that quick, our furnace won't call, the wood boiler won't call for heat to heat the house. So the fire went out. So I was like, oh, no big deal. I'll relight the fire. You relight it and then you hit cold mode. So it lets it burn like a regular fire and not a gasifier. And I never thought nothing of it. That night I went out to let the dogs out and it's still making the noise. And I'm like, all right, this has been going on like half the day at least. 
So there's two dampers on the back that open up to let airflow in. Well, the bottom one would open, but the top one wouldn't. And the top one is where the firebox is. So it wasn't letting the fire burn. So I'm like, okay, it's nine o'clock at night on a Saturday night. You can't get a hold of nobody. So I'm like, okay, I just cracked it with like a little bit of a pry bar, just like get a little bit of airflow in so it would stay heating. So I'm like, we at least need hot water in the morning and I don't want nothing to freeze. It was only going to get like, I think 34 overnight. So it wasn't bad. So then the next day was Sunday, of course. So I get a hold of the guy and I'm like, this is what's going on. He's like, all right, take the back off. It's probably just filled up with uh, creosote and it won't let it spin. He's like, so take it all apart, unplug it when you have it apart and then plug it back in. There's an actuator on the back. He's like, once you have it apart, it should automatically go to move. He goes, if it doesn't go to move and it goes click, click, you need a new actuator. He's like, but you know, over the hundreds of burners I've done, I've replaced one or two. So it's just going to be creosote. So I take it off, unplug it, plug it back in. And I hear click, click. I'm like, uh... oh. And here it is a Sunday morning. The local guy's like, or I shouldn't say the local guy, the guy I originally bought it from, my closest dealer, is like three hours away. And I'm like, ugh. So I'm like, all right. And he's like, I'll meet you halfway. So I'm like, all right. And then he called me back. He's like, there's a new dealer, which I think is a half hour from us. So we ended up getting one. But I had, a, you know, like it's Sunday morning. Like I was like, I'm eating breakfast. I'm like, that's fine. So it wasn't until like noontime we got it, but we got it, we replaced it. And I called my deal that I originally dealt with. And I'm like, order me another one. I want to have a second. I want to have a backup on hand. <laughs> yeah. It's a five minute fix, but it was just, you know, it's been half the day running around and getting the parts. So luckily for us, it was warm. It was like 34, 40 during the day. So that's warm for us. So we really didn't need the heat. It's kind of like, ugh. it could have been worse. Could have been like negative 20. Yeah, it was sunny out and windy. I guess I can't complain. We've had that running for, I think this will be our third season, I think. And, you know, it runs year round for our hot water and everything. So we've had to replace, that's the first part we've had to replace on the furnace. So I can't complain. But it's just one of those things that happens like on a Saturday night, Sunday. Of course, of course. You know. (laughs) When everything's closed. It works. (laughs) Yep. When everything's closed. But luckily, the two dealers were really decent. They were willing to, you know, work with me. I'm like, I thought that was good of them on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. You know, you try to figure out like your local stores, like the local plumbing departments, nobody's open on a Sunday. So you, if it wasn't for like, you know, if it wasn't for having the phone numbers of the dealers, that would have been yeah. SOL till Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, for where you're at, man, you can't. You, yeah, you need, have to have that working. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? You're not going to have heat. Your house is going to be cold and you'd have to drain it. Because I didn't put glycol in it, so it does, it, it's just water. So if it gets yeah, too cold, it'll freeze. freeze. It's not running. So glycol is like an antifreeze you can put in it. It was going to cost me, I think, $2,000 for glycol wow. because during COVID, petroleum prices went up. They're like, yeah, before COVID, it would have been like two, 300 bucks. They're like, now you're what? looking at like two grand. They're like, you can just go buy a backup furnace, install a secondary furnace <laughs> cheaper than you can just to put glycol in. <laughs> So. Is it like uh, uh, your tractor tires where you add, you know, antifreeze or beet juice? Could you use beet juice? I don't think you can use beet juice. And so, like, the other part is is you want to make sure whatever – and even the glycol is corrosive. So, like, you got to keep an eye on it, and it might not last. You might have to turn it – trade it out because if it goes corrosive, it can eat the inside of your burner, and then your burner will get holes in it. So, it's you know, it's kind of like 
just spend the money to have to dump it dump it out or replace it it's like not for that kind of money i'll take a chance yeah. i guess so that was the oh, start of my week then we've been Did working you ever get on that smoker in i just went and picked it up today it finally showed up i didn't i just got it just got it i haven't i unloaded it out of the truck it's in the workshop so i haven't opened it up nice. and it runs on wood chips not wood pellets wood chips wood chips so tomorrow i'll open that up and i'll fire it up for the first time i gotta run it once or twice to kind of just like clean it out and get that new smell out of the inside because it's stainless steel. So that way we're not getting that taintedness in the meat. Then we've been working on the barn, but that's kind of just, I don't want to say same old, same old, but been working on it. But my other fun thing was, is I've been searching Facebook marketplace for a few items. What do you think I found? No telling. Probably There's something no telling. fun. I found a six foot by seven foot walk-in cooler. Nice. So what do you think that would go for? I don't know. Facebook Marketplace, six foot by seven foot. You probably paid something ridiculously low for it. What'd you pay? Like two hundred bucks? Two thousand? Two thousand? So I see them anywhere from like three grand to eight grand. This guy was asking five hundred. I was <laughs> oh. like, yeah, I, I got to go for a ride. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like what, what? What do you mean? Like what is it? Is it what? All metal? All aluminum? Or, or what is it? So it's whatever aluminum on the outside and inside and then it's full of foam on the in the center okay. it's all taken apart it has a floor it has the roof i'm going to build something like a regular building for it to go in for outside yeah so i can move it around better i was like yeah i gotta go pick that up it was probably like a legit freezer or something it, or a fridge it, was, like it came a... out of a restaurant so it was an oh. outdoor it was outdoors it was an outdoor one it's one of the older styles i guess yeah. i guess but it came out of the restaurant i don't know why they took it out. This guy bought it, and he planned on putting it in his basement because he likes, you know, cutting up deer and making deer sauce, sausage and hot dogs and stuff. But he said he's got too many projects going on. It's been sitting in the yard for a year. But I'm like, for I'm not price? even gonna. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not even gonna like mess with you. Here's the 500 bucks. I'm like, it cost me more money in foam to go build my own. Yeah. Did they have a door? Yep, it's got the door. Oh, it's got... What a what a steal. But, the door alone is probably 500 bucks <laughs> yeah it's an older one so it, it they had yeah. to cut it apart so i guess back when they originally made them they made them like this joints but they put it all together and then in the factory they filled it up with foam so yeah. it got delivered in one piece but when they were taking it out it was like in an alleyway and like it wouldn't fit through the alley anymore so we had to cut it with a sawzall in the joints so mm. it's, it's like it's in four pieces. It's easy to go back together. I have an idea what we're going to do to make it look a little different because I don't want to just have a metal box in the yard. But yeah, is that going in your one of your buildings? No, I'm going to have it outside on skids. Oh. I want to be able to move it around. That'd so cool. another thing, yeah, I was just on Coolbot today. What is it? Storecold.com or whatever for a Coolbot. I'm like, oh, I'll see what size air conditioner I need. So it was like between a 12 kW, a 12 BTU, 12,000 BTU and a 14,000 BTU. So I'm like, I'll Google it. Home Depot right now, they're like 40% off. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to buy that now. Man, it was meant to yeah. be. You get the, right. the walk-in. The walk. Home Depot has the, the ACs on sale because it's the middle of winter. Like the yeah. stars aligned for that one. And they're going <laughs> to deliver it to my house for free. I feel oh. bad for the UPS yes. man tomorrow. Because he's got to deliver a fourteen thousand BTU freezer. I mean, <laughs> air conditioner. 
Oh man. I'm like That's free BL. shipping and everything. You can't go wrong. Sounds like you're gonna have a butcher workshop at your house. Right. We got a <laughs> we got the smoker coming. We got the walk in cooler. We're gonna do the root cellar, I hope, this year. But I think this yeah. is like the the year of like food preservation and food growing. I think Ben needs to go over there and, and butcher some pigs. <laughs> I just right. found out. <laughs> so you guys follow Hand Hued Farm. Oh yeah. So do you? I don't know. One of the guys that they do a lot of stuff with is called like Doctor Doctor Smokehouse or Doctor Smoke or something like that. He used to be in Pennsylvania. They've gone and done a lot of like charcuterie classes and learned, I think, a lot from him for charcuterie because he used to go over to like Europe and stuff and learn. I just learned out learned he moved to Maine, so they're going to be in Maine a couple of times. I think this coming year for Mm -hmm. charcuterie classes. So I'm like, okay, I think it's like a three hour road trip. So I'm like, I guess I'll be going there this fall, maybe. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Uh, It's I probably shouldn't talk about it, but we we booked him for this winter. So we're gonna we're gonna do our classes and have them out for one of them this winter. So we're like we're all excited about that. It's a good time. It they is. were actually we they were just in North Carolina like two weeks ago, and yep. I actually thought about buying a ticket and just driving the you know two or three hours to that class just so I could attend one again. Yep. <laughs> yep. We've had two, and they're always a good time. You yeah. learn always learn something new. Are you doing the charcuterie one? At your place, Ben? Uh, I'm not sure which one we're doing. I th- it's like the it's the same class that we've done with them twice now. Okay. Um, you know the just the basic, the basic one. Yeah, yeah. I know they've like, they've restructured how they they do their classes. There's like more options for what you can do. Um, they have like a two day or a three day and a four day now. Um, yep. The idea of a four-day workshop that is intimidating—that would be mm-hmm. that'd be a lot. Yes, like yeah. three days is already enough. But mm-hmm. yeah, four-day workshop. Whew. Have you gone to one that you haven't put on from them? Uh, no, no, we've only done. Me those. neither. We just we did the two at our house. But I'm I want to go to one as an observer and not as the person who's putting the class on because it takes yes. a lot to put the class on. Like you're learning. But you're yeah. keeping an you're eye on everybody. You're also hosting, yeah. Hosting, you're organizing, you're making sure they have everything they need. So that's different. Yeah, it's a busy three days. You're tired at the end. That'd be like that's a whole vacation for, sure. for you. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> I'm like, I want to go. I probably won't bring the camera, or if I do, I'll just, you know. But yeah. I'm just gonna go and have fun. That's kind of the plan. So that's kind of what I've been up to this week. Now I'm trying to brainstorm how to, trying to figure out how to build. I have ideas, but I want to figure out how to exactly build the cool room but i want to make it look nice i don't want to just have a silver box in the yard so just trying to brainstorm ideas and get that figured out i think that'll be the next project during our mud season i think making it movable would be good would be a good move i mean yep. i like i like my movable cooler yeah just to have that option yep. so that's one question i want to ask you ben do you know how long your stair was if you were to hang them up Ooh. um well, Longer than my tractor could lift, I can tell you that much. Uh, okay. He was probably, I don't know, Jason, what would you think? Maybe, you know, hooking him with a gambrel and picking him up from the Achilles, he was probably every bit of like 12 feet long, all stretched out. At least, at least. 
Well, the cow that we did, the steer that we did, Ben, at here at our place. So my barn is when we hoist him up, hoisted him up. That barn right there, that bar is 12 feet high, and his head was barely. I think it was barely still on the ground. Hmm. So like, so, if but, you were so I think him, yours was bigger. I think yours was longer though. If you were yeah, to hang a, him after, like they were halved, how long do you think they would be? You know what I mean. So if you were hanging him in the cool, with no head. With no head and you no head, and you take the legs off. I don't know, eight feet, ten feet. Yeah, yeah eight, eight, between eight and ten feet. You know, like cool. a dairy breed's really, really long. They're yep. you know long and lean. Yeah. Whereas like a, a beef cow is short and squat. So, I mean, you're you're think you're thinking ahead for your uh, the calf that you guys currently have, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking like I'm trying to figure out how much room to make to have it hang. So I'd have to quarter it. I'd have to half it and then cut each half in half to hang it in the cooler because the cooler is under eight feet headroom. So when we quartered ours, uh, the front quarters, they were just big. Um, But the back quarters were so long, I would say after taking the foot off from that bottom joint up to the top of the round, that, that cut was probably around five feet in length. So, like Jason's trailer, what do you have? About five feet inside that trailer? Yeah. And there was no way we could hang any of those cuts from that cow inside that trailer. We had to lay them down on stuff. So, yeah, yeah, uh, give yourself, you know, enough room, but it's probably going to be like us. You're probably going to have to quarter it. Yeah, I'll have to quarter and hang it. And then I got to figure out, because I want to be able to hang stuff in there. And right now it's just a, you know, a metal ceiling with foam in between. So I'm like, I got to figure out a hanging system so you can hang you know quarters of you know halves of pigs and quarters of cows yep. and make it so it can hold the weight i don't know if i want to try to do a dolly like a rail system and have two rails so you can have like two halves or you know two quarters on each side you have to have like ahead. some kind of hoist yep well i didn't know if i had like a dolly system if you had it coming out like if this was the doorway entrance if you had it sticking out the doorway so you could come over with your tractor and then stick your your little rails in the dolly and then push it in. Oh, that's kind of what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, you don't want to be with like a ladder trying to lift it up or nothing. <laughs> no, a pig is heavy enough. Half. Yeah, Never mind that. Do that. Never mind Those, a cow. I, I think our quarters were around three hundred pounds a piece. So that's a little yeah. bit much to be lifting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So I'm just trying to plan that stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely like a trolley system yeah. to hang them and move them. That would be ideal. Yeah. I know, like ideally, like like when I, you know, I took the half of beef to a processor, you know, they have the nice chain hoist. Yep. That comes down from the ceiling and then they hooked it up, you know, put pushed it back up in the ceiling and you know, hoisted it up and then they just, it was already on a trolley and they just took it in the freezer or cooler. Yeah. Uh, so nice. But I know those chain hoists are super expensive, but that'd be awesome to have. So how many classes you plan on doing this year, Ben? Three again? Two yourself and then? That, that's dependent on how many <laughs> pigs we get. Um, I got a friend where uh, I'm in talks with, supposedly he's got some piglets coming and it, I I did some of his pigs back in 21, and they're like a Hampshire-Berkshire mix, and I, I really liked them. The pork was great. Um, so I hit him up. I was like, hey, you have any piglets? And he was like, actually, I got a 
sow that's farrowing in the next you know week or so, I'll let you know. So if I can get pigs from him, we're planning on doing at least three classes, one of them being hand-hewn. Um, but I'll also have guinea hogs that'll probably be ready. So I don't know. Uh, we won't have a cow that's ready. So that kind of lightens the, the workload. Great. But yeah, as of right now, we're we're really planning three classes again. I know people are, are gonna, blowing us up already asking <laughs> if they can sign up yet. Are you going to do chickens like you did again last year? Are you going to try to space those out so they're not so close to the pigs again? No, we'll definitely do the chickens at the end of the year, but we're going to do yep. way less chickens. We're going to we're going to get back to a twice a year schedule on the chickens and we'll just do less chickens each time because a hundred chickens on one day is kind of miserable. Plus like butchering your chickens, unless you're teaching a class, um, asking your friends to come help butcher chickens is kind of like, you know, asking your friends to help you move. Nobody really wants to do that. <laughs> you have to get friends that don't do chickens at all, <laughs> that don't raise chickens. <laughs> but then they usually don't care too much about food. <laughs> so they'll do it once. Well, I think what's funny, like, like if you uh, if you go in with you know people and you raise all of them and then they pay for part of the feed and then they come help butcher, that's been the best deal we've done. So I had a funny dream. P speaking of cured meats, uh oh, um, is it like pigs flying again or pigs swimming in pools? No, no, no. no. <laughs> this time in my dream, I was I was in Italy. Ooh. I was playing in an orchestra, right? Like I was playing the violin <laughs> and I was, I was good in my dream. I was a good violin player <laughs> in this orchestra. Right. <laughs> and after we were done, you know, it was a ton of people there and they were just throwing cured meats at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like telling me like, yes, you're not, you're, you're great. You're great. And like throwing cured meats at me. And then they, they were giving me raw milk. This is totally <laughs> my dream. <laughs> And, and I brought a cool, a big cooler with me because I was going to take it on the plane home. And so I was like, fill up the cooler, fill up the cooler. And like, yes, give me your cured meats. And like, they're throwing meat in the cooler and raw milk. And then I just grabbed that whole cooler and I went on the plane and that was it. <laughs> I, was like, a, I don't know where that came from. That's an interesting uh, dream. <laughs> do they do that in Italy? Do they, do they throw cured meats at <laughs> violinists that are really good? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be awesome if they did. I would, now, would that be considered like like an insult or is that high praise? That's high praise. In my dream, it was high praise. Right. <laughs> it was like, yes, more, more. Like, like you're throwing flowers at me. Yeah, like throwing roses at them. <laughs> yes. It was, it was pretty awesome. I was like, man, that was a good dream. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think probably why, because I had that dream, is because we finally are um, – Cured ham that we did, right? That was hard as a rock. Uh, we took out, we busted out my slicer and we started, we sliced it on the slicer. And man, it was bogging that thing down. Like it was having a hard time of cutting that meat. Um, but it did it, it did it, it did a lot better than my knife did. Um, so I, I sliced it off some stuff because I wanted to send some to my dad. Uh, he's out in Arizona. And, uh, so I sliced him off and we, we vacuum sealed it and we shipped it off to him in the, in the mail. So he should be getting it soon. <laughs> That's probably why I had that dream, but it's kind of funny. Dreaming of cured meats. 
Yeah. So this week too, man, you know, I've been doing fencing a lot, been doing a lot of fencing videos and, uh, um, so I'm starting to head, head back up the property and I was this close of renting, like, I don't know what, like a tractor or something that has an auger. And I even called the rental place and all they had was, uh, you know, those little stand up skid steer looking things. Yep. I don't know what they're called, but I guess they have, they had that and that, that has an auger you can rent almost rented it and then i mentioned it to ben ben's like hey why don't you just borrow my tractor so so this, ben okay so compared to doing this how i was with like a one-man auger right so you let me borrow the tractor with an auger i felt like i was on vacation for the last two days <laughs> <laughs> i was like like i felt so relaxed and like my body wasn't aching <laughs> And I was like, this is so nice. I feel like I'm, I'm, I literally felt like I was on vacation. So man, thank you so much. You're a lifesaver. Man, <laughs> good. I, I was kind of curious. I hadn't heard from you. It was like, well, I mean, <laughs> he hasn't hit me up that he broke something. So he, maybe, no. maybe I wondered if maybe you hadn't even used it and you were just waiting for the, the week. You're just oh. taking the weekend off. No, I'm, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. I'm glad it made your life easier. Sure. Yeah, I was busting your back. Your, oh man. Like it was so night and day, like all day, pretty much all day yesterday. And then I worked on some of it today. Um, and I had drilled in like 20 holes, you know, I had to plan it more, you know, cause I had a, you know, I don't have the tractor forever. So it's like, I gotta make sure I, I gotta know where to put the holes and, you know, and I did. And then, um, I even took out some poles, like some poles that I wanted to take out. I was like, I'm going to see how, how this tractor does. <laughs> and it did really good. I was like, I think I took out three poles in like 30 minutes. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and I, I didn't feel tired. <laughs> I bet. I was like, it felt like, like that's a workout with, with that one man auger. And then when you drive that tractor, I mean, like, I, and again, like I'm not, that's the first time me using an auger. So to me, it felt like a video game, <laughs> you know, like, like that was like a video game versus a workout with the on, one man auger. So it's kind of fun. I'm good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. So yeah, man. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, I mean, that thing did everything that I, that I needed it to. Um, I didn't have had any problems. I didn't get caught up in any roots or nothing or rocks. I mean, it went pretty good. Um, good. So yeah, that's how long did it take you to get the hang of uh the wiggly wiggliness of that auger? Did you figure it out first first second hole? Yeah, it probably took about five holes and then I was like, All right, I, I think I, I understand it now. Now yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh that's at good. first it can be a little timid intimidating because you haven't I haven't I'm not comfortable with it, but but it's not rocket science, you know. Once you once you get going, it's pretty easy. Um I know it's just like man this is so nice even like that um what is that grapple. grapple that you have in dude that thing like because i was chopping down these trees as i was doing the fencing so i had all these random trees everywhere and i was like i wanted to round them up see if i could do it with this thing and i was just like <laughs> picking them up you know i was like i wish that grapple would like turn yeah <laughs> me too i wish you could turn it sideways <laughs> rip trees out of the ground yeah. with it yeah, and just like grab it like a hand and just like pick it up. That would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling. Uh, so like that grapple that was a game too. changer for me too. That was why I brought it. Yeah. 
Well, it just made me realize like, man, eventually I'm going to get a tractor one day and, uh, you know, having a grapple, man, that would, I definitely probably would get that. Um, plus the auger. I mean, those things are, are great to have, uh, they make it a attachment like a tree puller. You can go on the front and it'll clamp it like a set of forks, but it clamps so you can pull your tree off. Uh, I'm going to have to look for that. Like oh, really? I might invest yeah. in that. Yeah. If you got small trees yeah. like up in your pig area and stuff, you can just go right up, clamp onto it, and then just pick it up and roots and all come out. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. See, that stuff, like, how do you know that that stuff even exists? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. If you've thought about it, someone has built it for a tractor. I guarantee. You're like, I wonder if it has this. Then you have have to do a Google search. Google search. I don't know. I don't even know what you're typing in, but you're just like typing random words and see what pops up. It's just kind of cool. I've been doing that for the last, you know, a couple of days using Ben's tractor. So, um, and then it's hard to film that and then run the tractor because then you got to stop the tractor, set the camera, and then that's so difficult. Yes. I mean, I have, I have my GoPro, so that that's helped. So I did, I mean, I, I am filming it, but, you know, it's not easy. But, you know, unfortunately, when you're out there doing the stuff and you're filming the stuff, that means I'm not editing the stuff. <laughs> so that means I'm not posting a video, you know? <laughs> you're backlogged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to be two weeks behind. So yeah. for people listening, I'm, it's coming. It's just... Uh, taking some time so now you're going to do all of the holes at once are you doing the holes and the posts at the same time or is your try has your strategy changed Uh, with the tractor yeah i was kind of gonna i was kind of going like doing it as i went um but now they had the tractor i I went i did all the holes i'm sure i missed a hole you know i'm sure you know i would think i'm not perfect and i'm probably gonna miss something uh so i just I just thought whatever I think I need as far as a hole and I just did it all. And then, um, I'm going to come, I still have to go get the pole material. So yep. I don't have that now, but, and then eventually I got to get the poles and just, and then I'm going to pop them all in the hole. And then after that, start doing the wire or, you yep. know, do the corners and stuff and then do the wire after that. So um, you got to meet your deadline? Probably not. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Uh, what is that yeah the chickens my chickens come in like 20 days 20 days and that that was my deadline yeah. uh so now i think i'm gonna switch it up and i'll probably end up putting a halt on the fencing and then finish the high tunnel so at least we could now that's warming up so hopefully we could finish that at least or at least get that to a good stopping point and then um you know bring in soil and stuff but i'm already ha- i'm it, it, it's always happens. I'm already having people telling me that they got, you know, they got sheep available if I want them, <laughs> you know, like these random phone calls that I get and emails every time around this time. I was like, see, it's coming. <laughs> this is why I need to get this done. <laughs> well, use that tractor as much as you need. Uh, there's nothing pressing. I need it for. It's like, well, that's good to hear. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> like I am so tied up with my project. I don't have time to drive the tractor right now. So like, because that last two days, I was, yeah, last two, I was like, man, I wonder, I bet you Ben needs it. Because I know you're building that house. And I was like, man, I bet you he needs this. Like, I got to get this done. Uh, no, actually, like, when the wood shows up, I think on Wednesday, like, I'm going to be carrying it board by board, me and the boys, 
around the corner because it's kind of a hard spot to get to by tractor. There's not a lot of room to turn the tractor mm-hmm. around. So we're going to be moving boards yeah. by hand anyways. So, like, no, you're good. Just get get what All you right. need done. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm definitely using that auger. Uh, and it's super helpful. <laughs> um, to, just right now, before we got on the podcast, we we've, we we uh, started planting our first seeds. I think we're about a week late, but you know, not too bad. And uh, so what'd you get started? Those. What did we get started? Lettuces, uh, tomatoes, peppers, um, like cilantro. Uh, what else? Kohlrabi, 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 something like that. Help me, help me. Um, it wasn't too much, but we wanted to get something started, and um, so that that you know that's that's why I need to get that high tunnel done too. <laughs> yep. Uh, because also I need I need water to that high tunnel because we're not gonna you know I'm gonna plant and then we're gonna have to figure out how to water it. So something I've wondered if I could do. I've thought, like, I've seen I've seen a couple people do it. They'll take like a uh, bottom plow, you know, which is like a real big spike, and they'll rig up a spool on the front of the tractor, of uh, you know, some way of holding their uh, their tubing, and they got it rigged up to where as they drag that bottom plow, that ripper, it opens up a hole. And they feed that wire into that hole, and then the dirt collapses right back as soon as that plow passes by, now burying your your line. We could do that here. Our frost line's only six inches. We could we could come up with a bottom plow that would dig down, you know, a foot and a half and just drag the tractor along. You wouldn't need to rent a trencher. Yeah. You could trench pipe and backfill all in one step That'd i don't know awesome. I, that, I've, that's I've something i've thought that. about yeah I've, I've, i don't know if i've seen that or someone mentioned that to me before um i've never seen it i don't think i've ever seen that done but i wonder it sounds like it would work <laughs> on paper it sounds like it would work <laughs> you guys are mostly clay too so i don't think you'd yeah. have too much of an issue with it yeah i mean it's a little compacted but i would think if you had something really heavy duty to dig into that dirt I, that it might work. It'd be one of those fun videos to do, to try out. <laughs> yeah. Watch me fail miserably at this experiment. Hey, sometimes the fail <laughs> videos come out even better. People like those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, we're just um, trying to get all those holes put in and stuff. That's but a I don't bunch. know. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. I feel like spring's already here. Like, I, I don't see it getting cold again. See, this is this is what all the locals call fall spring. What happens is you get all your plants started and it is warm, like it is warm for another like three Super weeks. Warm. And you're like, spring is here, plant the garden, and then yep. you plant everything out and it drops down to twenty degrees and just kills everything and you have to start over. I mean it's getting cold at night, you know, it's getting twenties at night, thirties, but like during the day it's so nice. I don't enjoy see it. it this cold. is this is the weather I live for. I love when it's like 60 degrees like it's cool breeze the air's got that crisp clean feel to it i mean this is it's like this part of spring and fall are my like this is the weather i live for this is when you guys get me jealous because i'm like cold and snowy (laughs) but then our summers are like this time of the year for you guys so like we're get we'll get like 90s for a couple of weeks but other than that we're like 70s 80s that's why i'm like i like that weather i don't 
I don't want to have hundreds and nineties all the time during the summertime. I like the cooler walk working weather. But. See, I think what's funny is like coming from California out here, like it's really not that hot. Like it, it sucks when it's 95 degrees, but it's like you're, you were saying it's only that way for a little bit. And then we get these, these thunderstorms that roll through every single day and it'll be 95 and hot by two o'clock in the afternoon. And by four thunderstorm rolls through and it'll be 70 degrees the rest of the day. So yeah, it's, I'm cool with it. It kind of sucks sometimes, but it's cool. <laughs> It changes. It changes. It, it changes. Last. Yeah, that's what I love. That's what I love about it. So remind me, Ben, I um, if you really want that freezer, you got pallet forks to load it now. Actually, the pallet <laughs> forks are still here. I couldn't fit them on the trailer. Uh, yeah, but I did wash it out for you. If you, if you still want that, did freezer, you? you could come and check it out. You could come check it out. But I did. Yeah, I I, I tipped that thing over, and it was a sludge, like it was yuck. It was a, I don't even know what it was in there. It was probably just old feed and horse feed or something that didn't decompose. Um, it was just a sludge, but I don't want the freezer, so you could have well, it if you want. Well, <laughs> tell you what, I could, I could probably pick the pallet forks up with, you know, all the boys and we could set it on the trailer and then we could go over there pick up the pallet forks with the tractor, get the thing loaded, and then I can just slide that thing off over by the barn and check it out. So, yeah, we might do that. Yeah, we just whenever, yeah, whenever, but. Yeah, I don't know if I'm crazy for wanting <laughs> to check that freezer out. Like, if it works, that would be cool. Uh, I mean, I I've seen it. I to work. I, I've <laughs> seen it in person. Like, it is a pretty haggard freezer. I don't know if I'd want to put food in there, but, <laughs> I mean, at the very least, I could... I could set it up and use it for feed storage, uh, you know, rodent yeah. feed storage. For sure. You could do it for that, if anything. <laughs> I don't need it for feed storage because I have my metal <laughs> barrels. So it looked like something chewed the cord in half. Probably whatever groundhog or possum was living <laughs> under there. I mean, it looked chewed. Like I looked at the cord and it was like, because it's cut in half, but it's looked all mangled. Lucky it didn't burn the barn down. <sighs> yeah, I know. I don't know if it was unplugged already or what. Well, then we'll definitely figure out a time to get over there and yeah. pick that thing up. So do you have any breeder pigs lined up this year, Jason? Or are you just going to be doing the coonies? No, I think I'm just going to be doing the coonies. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to have my – I'm going to be up to here to Cooney. It's going to be Cooney Town. <laughs> Will they be har um, ready to harvest this coming fall? Yeah, four yeah. of them. Okay, four of them. I hope so because I'm doing it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need the meat, right? I'm going to need the meat probably, yeah, in the uh, – you know, I'm just ready to move on. You know, like it's time. It's time. No matter how how little or big they are, right. uh, it's gonna be interesting what they end up being. But um, you know, she's gonna have. She should be having more babies uh, in a month from yeah. now. So you know, we're timing it right. Every year we're gonna be butchering pigs, and that's what I've always wanted to do: have pigs born or any animal really. You know, born on your property, and then you raise them, butcher them. We'll probably sell some too, but we'll see how where we go. And then we have 60, 75 chickens coming in 20 days. I ordered turkeys for this season. Oh, nice. How many? 10. You might lose eight. I know. <laughs>
And if I get like 20 or 25, I won't lose any. I know. And then I'll have a lot of turkeys. <laughs> I think what's funny, turkeys are one of those things I, I kind of want to do again. But at the same time, I haven't wanted to because it's like a whole separate set of animals that you're taking care of. But yeah, probably this spring, if I walk into like tractor supply and they have turkeys, I probably will come home with a few of them. Like, I don't want to order them like because, you know, usually there's a minimum amount of like 10 or 15. Yeah. 10 I don't want to order them. Now. But like if they're there and I'm there, like it, it might happen. Right. They look at you. Yeah. They look at me just right. Like, hey, take me home. <laughs> when does your tractor there, supply, I'm there. When does your tractor supply start stocking them? I think March. Yeah, they, uh, I think the turkeys would be a little bit later, but yeah, it's it's pretty soon. Okay, I think ours start stocking them at the same time because, like, we get like the, they start stocking chicks, and it's like it's still snowing out out here. Who can raise up baby chicks? Like, why are you doing it in the middle of winter still? And I'm like, it must just be like they must just do all the tractor supplies at the same time. Yeah, that's we cool. ordered twenty, yeah. um, twenty turkeys this year. Twenty turkeys. All we usually just do like, yeah, all the same, the white breasted ones. Um, we usually do the minimum, but man, yeah. every year I, I lose so, I lose, I always lose half of them. Okay. Last two years, I've lost half the turkeys, no matter if they're, if I order 12, I lost six. Yep. If I order 10, I lose five. But so this time I was like, I'm going to order 20, but watch all of them live, you know? I'm going to raise ours with our egg. We're getting some new egg layers also. The egg layers will be. Well, we'll have them for a few weeks and then the turkeys will come in. So I'm going to put the turkeys in with the egg layer chicks. Because mm -hmm. they say a lot of the times the, the chicks will teach the turkeys how to drink and how to eat because turkeys, turkeys are just dumb. So, yeah. But then you got other people that are like, you can't have them together. They're going to give sheer diseases or something. I'm like, yeah, we've yeah. done it before. So we'll just You're going to get both both of those worlds are going to collide. They are. You're going to get the comments, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and they're going to be like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> I can already hear them in my head. <laughs> yes. All right. So we'll end it there. Uh, I appreciate everyone listening and watching this podcast. And thank you guys so much uh, for all the great comments. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I would say 99.9% .9 of the comments are really awesome. <laughs> and I, we really appreciate it, guys, uh, all the positivity that you guys give us. And, and you guys seem to really enjoy these podcasts. So thank you so much. Um, and I uh, hope you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, leave a um, review on iTunes if you're listening there. But thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you guys next week. Catch you guys next week. Later.